More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Hope your Thursday is going fantastically well, wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton, and this is the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. A lot of different stories to dive into as we move throughout the program, but there are a couple of legal issues right off the top, Buck, that are getting a lot of attention. We may be able to update you after years. This is literally years of discussion surrounding the Trump organization's tax returns. There may be officially a release of the charges that are going to be brought. Very often, Buck Sexton, these uh, tax returns, charges, and whatnot have leaked, no surprise, through the media. And at least the early reports are that there are not going to be very significant charges. This, to me, has a feeling, Buck, a bit like the Mueller report, where everybody got all riled up. We're going to prove Russia collusion. Donald Trump's presidency is in danger. And then suddenly the Mueller report landed with a big thud, found no collusion. And I feel like in the grand scheme of things, this is not going to be a very significant story when all is said and done, are you also reading the same media stories as me and feeling like this is going to be a Mueller report like reveal where a lot of people who expected massive story, massive punishment are going to be disappointed? I think this is meant to send a message, actually. And and while you're absolutely correct in that the Mueller report, the witch hunt that was the Mueller report didn't get the goods because there was no there there. It was obvious for a long time. As the president then, Donald Trump, said to me himself in the Oval Office, Russia collusion doesn't even make sense. It's not even a good idea. It's it's a crazy theory that this is something that the then-candidate Trump would have, would have done and his campaign would have engaged in. It never made sense. But the other part of this, Clay, and this is why I find this so troubling, you're right, this is not... They're, they're reporting on this as though 
and people in the media are going to bend over backwards talking about, oh, well, how did we get Al Capone? We got him on tax evasion, yes. right? This is, you know, idiots, legal analysts. By the way, I mean, the people that go on CNN and MSNBC to talk about this stuff, I don't care what their degrees are, where they've worked. They're they're effectively reading from a DNC provided script. They They don't add any insight and they just say stupid things. But that's what that audience wants to hear. Here's the problem, though. Um, there is not going to be some big moment, I think, where the country says, oh, my gosh, tax evasion or what? By the way, we don't even know what the specific charge tax issue is. But I mean, that's broadly speaking, it's some kind of a tax crime. Uh, they, they're they not going to find something really serious here, Clay. But the message is kind of the same, isn't it? We can get you no matter what, no matter who you are, no matter how long it takes. We'll go through your taxes. We will go after you on the most petty and vague grounds possible. If you come after the establishment, the left, the power apparatus in this country will make an example of people around you and of your organization and you yourself, if we can. That's the message. So far, almost all of the charges that have been brought have been relatively insignificant. And we're talking about, Buck, a three-year investigation plus that has been going on into these tax returns. And if the charges are as they have been reported to be, basically extra compensation that potentially could have been in the method of an apartment that wasn't correctly uh, attributed for tax returns, this is nothing, right? And, and, and I don't want to over uh analyze based on all of the reports that have come out so far maybe there will be something associated here but yesterday on the show i made the analogy that if you give a prosecutor three years to investigate anyone i mean this legitimately any single person that is out there listening to us right now if you gave prosecutors three years to pour over your tax returns over everything that you have done I believe that they could find something to charge you with. That's because for anybody who's ever worked in the tax universe, the tax code is more art than science. What I mean by that is if you had 10 accountants and you gave all 10 of those accountants your tax returns and you run multiple businesses, complicated interplays of assets and advantages and like you would have 10 different numbers of dollars that you owe. I see this now, and my tax returns are a scintilla as complicated as Donald Trump's. When you're an employee, a lot of people out there, you can go you know, push a button, and it's easy to figure out exactly what you are doing. When you own multiple businesses, and when you have different stakes in multiple businesses, you get these reports, you hand it over to your accountant, and then your accountant just comes back and tells you what you owe. And I can talk about this having seen it over the last decade, moving from a guy who's making $40,000 a year as an employee to somebody that has got substantial assets and also business returns that are now wrapping into my uh, tax returns. It's all art. This this is not a science. You know, and so it, it, anybody could be found to have done something inappropriate. The former Secretary of Defense under two administrations, Don Rumsfeld, passed away yesterday. And there's a whole lot we could talk about there with his legacy. And look, the guy, the guy was a patriot. He served his country. I know people have different views of... Iraq war and, and other things, Afghanistan, the war on terror. And maybe we can get into some of that later. But I bring it up, Clay, because he famously used to send, he was very open about this, a letter to the IRS with his tax return saying, 
I've done the best I can, guys, but I can't, you know, you're asking me to attest to is all of this accurate and correct, you know, to the best of my knowledge. It, it is, but is that good enough? I don't even really know. So to the point you're making here about how they can get you on this if they want to, of course. And, and this, look at the pattern. You had the IRS weaponized, and I know this isn't specifically the IRS, it's the district attorney, it's this long-standing investigation, but it's tax code stuff, That's right. right? You had the IRS weaponized in an election year, Lois Lerner, you guys all remember this? In an election year in 2011, 2012, came out and said, yeah, it turned out we were doing, you know, extra audits and doing all kinds of stuff to people who had Tea Party or Patriot or anything like that in the name of their 501c3 organization. And was there any real consequence for that? No. Did that affect the 2012 election? I think it's easy to make a case that when you're suppressing grassroots groups like the Tea Party and doing so using the apparatus of the state, it has a major chilling effect and one that you can never really fully account for after the fact. But there was no consequence. And, Clay, this is what we keep seeing. Yeah, they don't get the goods, whether it's Russia collusion or now this with Trump. I mean, this is going to end up Look, Donald Trump's not going to prison over this. Right. They're not. That's not happening. The process is the punishment. And it sends a message to everybody else. You know, you're not Donald Trump. You don't have serious resources to try to fight against the government coming after you. Do you really want to stand with Trump if he runs again? Think about what they did to lawyers in the White House and the Trump administration. People didn't want to work and provide counsel to the Trump White House, to the president of the United States because of the professional consequences they face. Imagine now the IRS consequences. Well, we just saw the professional consequences for Rudy Giuliani, by the way, who made the exact same arguments as Maya Wiley, who, by the way, Two different New York City mayoral, to get a little update there, two different New York City mayoral candidates, uh, Eric Adams, Catherine Garcia, have filed a s- suits already in New York court over the Democratic primary. But to me, Buck, the story here is tied together with the Donald Trump and also the Bill Cosby uh, fallout that we talked about yesterday as Bill Cosby was released from prison over a Pennsylvania Supreme Court decision. What both of these tie into is... The amount of prosecutorial discretion that is given to these district attorneys to decide whether or not to bring charges. You can't investigate the president of the United States like has happened in New York City for three years and come out and say, hey, after three years and untold tens of millions of dollars in expenses, we've decided nothing at all is improper. They can't do that from a political perspective. And similarly, with this Bill Cosby story, what you are seeing is, in response to Me Too, the decision was made that there had to be a charge against Bill Cosby, even though a prior prosecutor before Me Too had said the evidence isn't supported here. Both of these are about raw power and the amount of power we're giving prosecutors entirely based on a politically expedient process. Isn't it amazing, too, that we hear so much about how law enforcement officers and all the the cops and people who carry a badge and a gun out there listening to this, the left wants to get rid of their qualified immunity. You know who else has actually even greater levels of immunity? Prosecutors. Yeah. Prosecutors, people that can ruin your life from, you know, the the comfort of a desk chair somewhere and do engage in very politicized decision making. They actually have a greater level of of immunity than even uh, law enforcement does. So I just think that's another component of this. But we have 
Bill Cosby's talking now about what happened to him, his view of it. Look, we understand this is this is contentious stuff. We're going to make it all make sense here. And uh, we'll we'll also bring some of you into the conversation. 800-282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. ClayandBuck.com is the website for updates here. And please follow me on Facebook, Buck Sexton. Uh, Clay on Twitter, at Clay Travis. We'll be back in just a moment. But I pay very close attention to everything going on with monetary policy and our nation's economy overall. You can't see what's going on here where you got Bernie Sanders as the Senate budget chairman. I mean, this is nuts, right? He wants to spend six trillion more dollars. We're almost at 30 trillion in the national debt. What can you do? You need to take action today. What can you do to protect yourself? Invest in real gold and silver. You can have real gold and silver delivered privately and securely to your home. I've had this done. It's so easy and straightforward. Or you can even have it put in your IRA or 401k. But you need people you can trust who are the best in the business at this. That's the Oxford Gold Group. Give them a call at 833-404-GOLD. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you need to know about owning real gold and silver. And it's a lot easier than you'd think. This is one of the few select sponsors the EIB has been embracing For months and months now, because they've passed all the tests and safeguards that Rush taught us to pay attention to. Excellent customer service, providing something of real value to you, and respecting this audience and program's longstanding relationship. Call the Oxford Gold Group now at 833-404-GOLD to get your free precious metals investment guide. The Oxford Gold Group is here to help you protect your savings and retirement from the unknown this is what I've done. You should, too. 833-404-GOLD, the Oxford Gold Group. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. And we told you yesterday about the breaking news with Bill Cosby. I mean, it, it was a shock. This wasn't breaking news that anybody was expecting, at least not in the, not in the news world, not in the news cycle. It just happened. Bill Cosby... His conviction overturned and no more charges from the state of Pennsylvania related. So there won't be another trial, essentially, is what that means on the same charges. Bill Cosby's also speaking out, not really holding back. Play it. This is for all the people who have been imprisoned wrongfully, regardless of race, color, or creed. Clay, there's a a lot going on here. Um, As we were discussing yesterday, there is... Uh, I, I think a, a sense that it's imp- it is important that the system, the system of, of of justice we have, act with honor and integrity. And so, you know, the word of a prosecutor, the word of the system, so to speak, has to be honored, or else the whole thing starts to fall apart. But I I know there are a lot of other folks who are watching this unfold and are saying to themselves. Do we really do people not believe that Bill Cosby was engaging and are, are all look, let, let's just put it out plainly. Are all of the women coming out against him? All of them lying? I think very few people believe that. So then where does this leave us in our there's the justice system and then there's our sense of justice. To me, there is a difference between being not guilty and being innocent. And I think a lot of people conflate those two. But from a legal perspective, you can be not guilty of a particular charge or a particular crime and still probably have done it. And I think that's where we are with Bill Cosby. And I think there's a little bit of an analogy here with O.J. 
right? If you want to go back in time a long way to O.J. Simpson, O.J. Simpson clearly killed Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman for anyone out there who paid any attention to that case at all. Who believes in reality, yes. Yes. And O.J. Simpson was not guilty of those charges. Now, I think the jury was a runaway jury. I think they lost their mind. Bill Cosby, remember, was found guilty of these charges and then is getting off on what it, for many people I think it's fair to say is a legal technicality. Now, what I would say is so interesting about the way that this story is being covered so far is it's very muted. There are somewhere around 60 women who, who accused Bill Cosby of raping them. 60. Six, zero. I am of the opinion I have never seen a story in my career as a lawyer where you could get 60 different women to lie and all tell the same lie. Right. This is this is effectively statistically impossible. impossible. I mean, be, be, yeah, no. So that's that's where we get into. I, I, I felt like yesterday there are people who were saying or, or, or at least some from within the Cosby camp, obviously, were saying, well, this this is justice. It's our justice system acting the way that it should under the circumstances, which is what I don't believe anybody in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court had some particular affinity for Bill yes. Cosby. This isn't, you know, which which I think was still very much at play. You brought up the the OJ case. OJ was still a beloved guy when that all, you know, leading up into that. He still had that I think Bill Cosby for years now has been considered somebody because of these allegations that no longer has uh has that that special public protection or perception protection if you will. Yeah, I think Bill Cosby, arguably, if we were going back in time to, let's say, 1995, Bill Cosby might have been the most beloved father almost in America because of the Cosby show and how wildly popular it was. And by the way, you can do great art, which I think it's fair to say the Cosby show was, and Bill Cosby was an incredibly talented individual, and also be... A awful human being. Do you, right? st- do you still listen to Michael Jackson songs? Oh. I got to say, Michael Jackson is one of the greatest music recording artists, in my opinion, yes. of all time. All right. I mean, I think you could put him in the top 10 or the top 20 pretty easily. Probably a, of, a sexual predator. A lot of people have a lot of feelings about that, too. So you look at this and, you know, I, and I think people should be able to watch the, you know, the Cosby show or listen to Michael Jackson and not feel like that is in any way an endorsement of the correct. behavior that they're alleged to have committed. Because you can and, and, and I know we live in an America right now where because of social media, everything is Disney-fied. And what I mean by that is you're either the greatest human being who has ever lived or the absolute worst. What works is extreme emotion. And so people either love something or they completely hate it. And so you can believe that Bill Cosby is a wildly talented comedian, that he might have done overall great things in America, which I do believe is true for race relations. Because remember, the Cosby show at the time that it aired and began to air in the 1980s was a radical presumption, uh, nuclear family. You had a doctor as a husband. Uh, Bill Cosby, I think, was a, a, a pediatrician or whatever the heck he was. Uh, the the Claire Huxtable character was a lawyer living in a fairly high end uh, house with kids that connected with the entire scope of America. Right. Whether you were six years old or 86 years old, you could watch the Cosby show and see a reflection of what you believed America should look like. Now it's come out. I think Bill Cosby is a rapist and I think he has gotten off based on technicalities. And I got to tell you. That a secret is out, not just about Bill Cosby, but also 
people are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same coverage at a fraction of the price. In the past year, over 20,000 of you smart Rush listeners made the switch to Pure Talk. What are the rest of you waiting for? If you're with AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, your family could easily save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. This is an unbelievable offer. Switching is incredibly easy. Buck and I got the brand new iPhone 12s, and now we're getting the same great service we had before for half of the price. It is an incredible value, and you can do the same as well. Get unlimited talk plus six gigs of data, all for just $30 a month from your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
You have some people, they get brought over to the other side for fear, and we can't have that. We have to, we have to fight so strong. Look at me, they go after me with Mueller, with this one, with that one, with impeachment one, impeachment, I call it the impeachment hoax one and two. And all of this, all nonsense, made up stuff. In fact, they were the ones who were guilty. They come after me, New York radical left prosecutors come after me. You gotta always fight, you gotta keep fighting. It's a disgusting thing, it's very unfair. I guess they don't call politics a blood, blood sport for, for no reason. When you it's not that I want to. The country needs it. We, we have to take care of this country. I don't want to, is this fun? Fighting constantly, fighting always. I mean, uh, it, the country, what we've done is so important. When I say the greatest tax cuts, now they want to raise your taxes. They want to double your taxes and nobody, and the Republicans in the Senate and the House, but the Republicans in the Senate have to fight hard that the taxes don't get up because that'll be terrible for the country. That is President Trump, 45 himself. Want to remind you, he was on this show for an hour. That is with Sean Hannity last night on Fox News. Very well done event down near the border. Uh, Sean Hannity and President Trump, you hear talking there about the New York, as he calls them, radical left prosecutors coming after him. Uh, they are coming after the Trump organization. The charges, so you know, I'm reading from CBS News. Uh, the charges remain under seal. They may be unsealed uh, as we are sitting talking to you today. If not, I would think by tomorrow we certainly can discuss them in detail. But according to CBS News, they are expected to relate to alleged failure to pay taxes on corporate perks for Trump organization employees like company cars and apartments. Trump himself not expected to be charged. Uh, the uh, person who will be charged, already been taken into uh, custody, uh, Weisselberg, says that uh, he, his attorney said that the client, quote, intends to plead not guilty and he will fight these charges in court. I'm Clay Travis, by the way. You're listening to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I encourage you to go download the podcast right now, Buck Sexton. We are the number four podcast in all of news in the country. I want to catch NPR. I want to catch the New York Times. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton's name. Also, clayandbuck.com. I mean, the New York Times has, I think, a thousand reporters and a huge legacy. So when we are able to dance on the on the ashes of their number one ranking will be it will be a good That'll day. That'll be an awesome day um, for us. I, I, I got to tell you, when Trump was saying I that, that we need him to fight, it, it is, speaking of Civil War history, which we did yesterday, it's a reminder, right, of, of Lincoln with Ulysses S. Grant. I can't spare this man. He fights. Yes. And that's what, in our hour-long interview with uh, with president trump earlier this week you just get that sense i mean he he has that willingness to and we mean this in political terms of course but to 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 throw a punch i mean to really go after the other side and also to take a punch which was another part of it. and that's that brings me to the legal side of this when you see what they did what the the left the democrat party the corporate legacy media and the deep state what they did against donald trump was was like nothing else we've seen in our lifetimes. You had two impeachments, as he brings that up. You had a special counsel brought against him. You had constant media reporting that was meant specifically to undermine, divide, tear apart the White House from the inside, but also to just constantly convince the American people. I mean, there were supposedly serious journals of opinion, places like The Atlantic, which is a you know left left wing loony bin, writing about fascism. 
and how the, the coming American fascism because of Donald Trump. I mean, the, the, the fascist is the guy who wants to make things great for all Americans and had the lowest minority unemployment in history and great. You know, I mean, you look at the stuff that was being said and the fact that Trump honestly at some points was was able to continue without just curling up into a ball in the corner. It was almost superhuman. I mean, to go through what he did and manage what he did was crazy. I agree. It was extraordinary. And let me just go back again to the reports from CBS News about what these charges are going to be, Buck, because I think everybody out there listening to us is going to be rolling their eyes. Three-year investigation, Buck. Nothing coming against Donald Trump. This is, to me, the Mueller report all over again. What have they found? Their charges are going to be for corporate perks not being correctly charged for tax purposes, like company cars and apartments? You know this, Buck. Living in New York City, it is so expensive very often that you need to support your employees and sometimes give them added benefits. This is wildly common. I know this for a fact, Buck, from when I was in college in Washington, D.C., a lot of the professors would come to teach as guest professors and they would get better apartments or better living conditions than they might otherwise have been able to afford. This happens all the time. And I'm not saying it's perfect from a tax code related benefit, but three years. Think about this book. Three years when you're telling everybody you're going to get Donald Trump and recording to CBS News what these charges are going to be are cars not being appropriately I mean, accounted for. This is and Mickey Mouse apartments. This is Mickey Mouse stuff. This this is minor league. The, the equivalent, yeah, JV, the equivalent of you know bringing a glorified parking ticket against the former president's company and a guy Weiselberg, uh, the, the CFO, I believe, who is is getting you know personally targeted by this. Who's been with them since the 1970s. So just everyone understands how long back, uh, how, how far back he goes with them. But, you know, there's a, a book by the civil rights attorney, Harvey Silvergate, uh, from a while ago, um, Three Felonies, Three Felonies a Day. I don't know if, how many if you, you heard yeah, this book. Oh, yeah. 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 Which is important for everyone to know about because he just goes through how many if somebody was to be a, an absolute strict textualist as how one could read the law. Yes. There are a lot of areas of the law that people are violating, exceeding authorized use of a computer. There's all these things. And what's terrifying is you actually look at some of the statutes that these involve, uh, and you can get nailed on some of this stuff in ways that people couldn't even imagine. I mean, we're talking about the tax code here. Now companies have gotten better about this, but you know, for years, people were supposed to pay uh pay their state sales tax for things that they were purchasing online that's right who who was who was really itemizing the um, itemizing that for years i mean who goes oh wow i i owed you know 63 cents for my state tax on that thing i bought online look that's the this is super mickey mouse kind of stuff but the point is you can always find somebody i mean when we say with a tax code you can get someone if you really want to you really can. A hundred percent true, Buck. And that goes to prosecutorial power and discretion. And I'll give you an example from my legal training. I took a course at Vanderbilt Law School taught by David Williams, amazing guy, called 501c3. Buck, you talked about conservative uh, conservative charities being focused non-profits, on nonprofits, the non-profits, the 501c3 organization is the part of the tax code that those uh, organizations are uh, typically uh, founded under. My mind was blown because before I took that course, I believed that the tax code was a rigorous 
scientific process. Because at that point in time, I had never made any money. My tax returns were super simple. I was an employee somewhere, not making very much money, and I paid tax on a certain percentage of that income, and that was a simple process. When I understood from that course how all of these different organizations are designed and how many of them have adopted, Buck, the mantra of every single organization should pay as little tax as they possibly can. That's oftentimes what they're trying to do, right? You don't want to give the government extra money. But when I say that you could have 10 accountants look at the tax returns from every one of these major organizations and they would give you 10 different numbers that you owe to pay tax on, that is a sign of how much prosecutorial discretion there is here because this is an art. And what they theoretically have decided to charge the Trump organization with is all total crap. We are talking about parking tickets, basically. And the idea that this was sold and it was going to bring down Trump and it was a massive investigation and all the impact, the only reason I believe they're going to bring charges at all is because, Buck Sexton, after three years, you can't just throw your hands up and say there's nothing here at all. And there's a long and, and storied history of of uh, corrupt politicians and, and particularly Democrats, even FDR himself used the IRS to harass uh, publishers who were who were opposed to his new deal. He went after uh, William Randolph Hearst. Uh, Hearst. Uh, he went after the publisher of the Philadelphia Inquirer. Um, Roosevelt used the IRS to go after political rivals like uh, Huey Long and Father Coughlin. So this goes back for a long time. Uh, and and when you start to understand, and, and people will be talking about. You know, well, what about Lyndon Johnson and what about Nixon? Sure, th- this has gone on, but this is gross, my friends. This is the stuff that we were told wouldn't happen under a Biden administration. And I understand this is the New York district attorney and not specifically the federal government doing this, but it's the same idea. It's the same application of the state, big S state, in an effort to use the tax code in some way as a political weapon and I, I still I still say both the process is the punishment and you only have to burn down one village to send a message to all the other villagers. You only have to do it one time uh, or burn down one house rather in the village to send a message. And what you see here is anybody who was thinking, you know what, I really want to be a part. You know, I, I'm a billionaire. I mean, I wish I was, folks. I'm yeah. Not, but, you know, I'm, somebody else speaking out there. I'm a billionaire. I, I really want to get involved in helping build the next conservative media platform. Or I want to I want to back Trump to, to all the way in 2024. Do I want the IRS to harass my company for the next four years? Do I want my children to suddenly be adult children to suddenly be audited? These are the considerations that even even little Cy Vance, the Manhattan District Attorney, He's going to make everybody who wants to be a part of Trump's orbit going forward have you got to think about this stuff. Maybe you take the risk anyway, but it changes that calculation. I think that's what's so significant about it, Buck. So far, we haven't had Trump touched at all. It's all of the people around him Mm -hmm. who have less resources and who are able to. They're trying to put the squeeze on them with relatively insignificant charges. I think it's a great point you bring up. How many people that are wildly talented and would be otherwise interested in going into politics are deciding not to because of the toxicity of everything surrounded the political process. Yeah. I think Trump's a great example. You, you got a great life, a great family, plenty of money. You, you want 
the the goons of the deep state to come after you, uh, the IRS to come knocking on your door? I, I don't think so. But we have a big Supreme Court decision that came down today, six three, about voting rights uh, out of out of Arizona. We'll bring you up to speed on that. Plus, more reaction to Cosby and and the one hundredth anniversary of the founding of the Chinese Communist Party. Really, the most uh, troubling and and long term strategic threat in the world right now, the Chinese Communist Party. So Clay and I will be talking about about that coming up with you here in just a bit. If you want to call in, 800-282-2882. We'll open up the lines for some Cosby reaction and other things. And, you know, we've got a family dog, Tallulah. I've told you about her. A little snorty, white French bulldog. She's absolutely adorable. I post photos of her on Instagram so everyone can see. She's great. But she's a little older, and we're doing everything we can to make sure that She's going to have as long and healthy a life as she possibly can, and that means stepping up a little bit. Look, we've had the same dog food for her for a long time, but you know the same way that people, as they get older, they'll take supplements and things to make sure that any vitamin deficiencies they have are addressed? Same with your dog. That's where Rough Greens comes in. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a dog supplement. It's a healthy supplement you put into your dog's existing food which adds in all the live nutrients necessary for superior dog health. We're talking 23 all-natural vitamins and minerals from fruits and vegetables like spinach, spirulina, blueberry, rice bran, blackberry, wheatgrass, and broccoli. 15 powerful strains of probiotics specific to dog gut health, which will help them have better breath, too. So there's an upside for you on top of all the better health. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it They've worked out a special deal for listeners to this show. Go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F. Rough. R-U-F-F. Roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck. They will give you the first bag free. That's right. Free. Just cover the shipping and your free bag of Rough Greens will be on its way to your home. Go to roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck. That's roughgreens.com slash Clay and Buck for your free bag of Rough Greens. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I am Buck Sexton. We got my man Clay Travis right here with me. We are breaking down all of the latest from the charges brought against the Trump organization. Uh, this is look. We, we we all know that there's a there's a mania against Trump that the left absolutely despises this guy in a way that. It's truly unhealthy. I mean, I, people would talk about Trump derangement syndrome, and I think that it should be, what is that, in the Merck manual or something? I mean, Trump derangement syndrome should actually be classified as a true mental illness because people have lost, many of them, and they particularly they tend to work at the New York Times, the Washington Post, and CNN. Uh, they've lost all objectivity and rationality as a result of their hatred for this guy um, but it's 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 interesting to me, Clay, because he brought up being a fighter, which he certainly is. Do you think at some level here? I mean, they're they're poking the bear. They're poking the bear. They're going, you know, he there. There is this whole school of thought. He's kicked off social media. Maybe we lay no. He's a billionaire. He likes Mar-a-Lago. He's got the beautiful wife. He's got the kids and the grandkids. They could back off if they were reasonable and being, you know, normal people, but they won't. And so maybe in a sense, this is getting, you know, right when he's about to get back on the trail. I feel like this fuels the Trump fire. Not only does it fuel the Trump fire, it makes him still a story. The best thing I think they could do if I were advising the Democratic Party right now, I would move on from Trump and try to go after the younger guns 
of the Democrat of the Republican Party, right? And I think they're starting to try to pivot, go after DeSantis, go after people that you believe could be the next face of the Republican Party. Instead, it reminds me of uh, of the Godfather. Every time I think I'm out, they just pull me back in. For anybody out there who remembers uh, that iconic film, they won't let Trump ride off into the sunset. They need vengeance. That's really what the insurrection, in quotation marks, is about, Buck, right? It's not about the insurrection itself. It's that there has to be some consequence for Trump. We can't allow these four years to have passed. We need a pound of flesh. He needs to be punished. He has to be punished yes. for his behavior. Not, not enough for him to lose. And in fact, coming up in the next hour, Clay and I'll talk to you about how now they're claiming there's a bipartisan congressional commission into the insurrection, which we pointed out was the number one story of the New York Times yesterday, which was just absurd and, and, and laughable because this is what they do now. They've just got to say, oh, well. You know, it's been five months or whatever it is. So we got to just do a story because it's time for the the insurrection to get the attention that we think on the left it deserves. By the way, if we done Black Lives Matter uh, insurrection investigation, which was happening everywhere all over the country with far more dire consequences than the one time Republicans misbehave. So who's crossing the aisle to join Pelosi in the continued insurrection exaggeration? We'll give you that. Plus. Supreme Court decision comes down 6-3 in favor of Republican efforts in Arizona to actually have some basic voter, I mean, and I mean basic, voter integrity measures. Why do Democrats claim that every measure Republicans take when it comes to elections is racist? Why is everything racist? We will get into that coming up in the next hour. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.